When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hashtag no music, no intro. Another episode of Hashtag Saints with a podcast coming at you. We are really hitting the the law in terms of the NFL free agency. It's kind of like, you know, the draft is a month and a day away. We will be in Vegas. Um, and free agency started and the Saints have not done a single thing on the offensive side of the ball except bring back Jameis, bro. It, when that news came out, was it two days ago or whatever, when they signed Daniel Sorensen, I said, I'm, 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 the, this, this is an unserious football team. And I don't, here's the thing. I don't care what role Daniel Sorensen plays. I don't care if he's playing just special teams, depth, don't care. All I know is that one, he was the sole reason for a huge majority of the Chiefs defensive explosive plays against them. Like, there, you can find pictures, there's tweets, there's memes about this dude. So I don't care if he's like, everyone's like, well, he's just the new Jeff Heath. I don't care. Like, you could have gotten this, you could have gotten him in August. <laughs> Like, where is the fire that you got to go out right now and sign Daniel Sorensen? And yet, there's no worse, there's no wide receiver, there's no tight end. But I want you to talk about what the point you made on Twitter because I think it's such a salient point to where the Saints are right now. You tweeted this a couple of days ago about um, how negotiations with free agents are going, with how the Saints are viewed right now for players who are free agents and agents around the league so just just kind of just regurgitate that in in the audio format because i think it's it's very telling i think it's so true i don't even remember what i tweeted bro what was i talking about it was like you know basically (laughs) (laughs) you basically said that in terms of like it gets to a price point right and right now the saints have to over like perfect example is the 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 event the the Marquez Vandez scandling situation right and that's how that's what yeah. you tweeted it from is that the Chiefs came in and just offered a little bit more and at that point the Saints had two options right because the Chiefs offered I think the, their deal was three years 30, 30 million a year so ten million a year for for Mar- Marquez Vandez scandling and then the Saints had an option of do we just go over that and pay him more because we want him that badly. Or if, you know, if we, we, we made our offer and we were the favorites. And here's the thing about that, right? 
I don't even know how true that shit is, bruh. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to badmouth anybody, but there might be some things that get leaked to the media that the Saints front office just want the fans to be like, ah, oh, well, goddamn, they tried and they just got off price, right? You know, it's possible. Just say it, bro. Um, but your point is that where the team is right now, you don't have Sean Payton. You know that that draw was gone. Um, so really, it's about they got. I don't want to call them the Jags because it's not that bad. No, no, no. It's not that bad. It's not like but, a team you don't you don't want to play for. But it's like, but unless Mickey kind of comes off on that, come up on that price point. They it's, get, rel- it's relative. Like it's like compared to this team. Okay, why would I come to you? Like, give me a reason. It's like uh, like I don't, anybody that's seen Ray about the movie about Ray Charles with Jamie Foxx, and he's going to like the the um music exec for the company he's been with, and he's telling him, like, man, these other company they about to give me my masters. I get to own my own masters, my own publishing. They give me like thirty cent a unit. Can you beat that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Jamie Foxx, you're like, can you beat that? And your boy, like, man, look, you just can't beat that. I'm sorry. That's just what the Saints said right now. Like, they just not willing to beat it. Like, they 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 can beat it if they want to. They can, uh, you know, pay a little more. But I think internally, they kind of feel like they can um, create offense like Sean Payton did <laughs> with, with um, you know, with Amazon delivery drivers and. DoorDash delivery and you name it, you know what I'm saying? Like just dudes. That's what they. I think that's really what they feel. I think they feel like they they got it like that. You know what I'm saying? After these years, after these couple of years of what we've seen on tape, they still feel that way. Dumb, dummies. There, there's, there's no way, Ryan. There's, there, there's no way that they can look at themselves in the mirror, or even they to. They just showed us. It's, 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 it's criminal, bro. It's, it, it's criminal because right now, and I know the season's not starting right now, right? I get that. There's still some, some free agents. Bruh, like, I, bruh, can we – I want a Cole Beasley. Do you know how gross that feels to say out loud? It feels gross. Gross. But get, if they went out there and overpaid for somebody in week one and overpaid them and it's just gross, you know what? I'd have been like, at least they out there. They try, They see that. What the issue is, and they try to address it. I'd have been like, okay, like if you know okay. I mean? So let me ask you this: like we, we we try to keep this episode short, but you you brought out that point in terms of like the first wave of free agency. If they would have went out and got Christian Kirk with eighteen million or whatever it is a year, gross, 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 gross. right? You know what? Hey, they see the problem. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. But because because right now. We're not even sure these niggas see the problem. Like I get, they're, they were in the the hunt for for MBS, and then and then earlier, you know, Adam Schefter, as soon as the Jarvis Landry got, he said the, the the teams that were most interested in Jarvis Landry was the Chiefs and the Saints. Well, the Chiefs already just signed MBS, um, and Jarvis Landry was living in La La Land, one in twenty million a year. I don't. What he's thinking, no, that's, but that's... <laughs> but right now the Saints wide receiver core is Michael Thomas, who hasn't played in two years, Deontay Hardy slash Harris, who while has shown you typically because of his size always gets hurt. 
Marquez Callaway, Lil Jordan Humphrey, and the seventh rounder whose name I forgot that they drafted last draft. Don't, I don't even remember. Baker. Quan Baker. Baker, yeah. Quan Baker, yeah. That's yeah, it, bro. Nothing That's it. That, that is the wide receivers yeah. as of right now. That's just that's just shameful, bro. That's shameful. But we, we, I mean, I know they probably see tied in as being a huge need, mm-hmm. but you got you got Finding Nemo, you got Juwan Johnson, and you got Nick Burnett. All them tight ends they had out there. I mean, is Ertz still out there? Go get Ertz. Like, no, I think he resigned with he resigned. The he showed it. Cardinals. He, showed it. They, he resigned they had with the Cardinals. Hooper um, out there. He gone. Gone. Gronk, Gronk don't know if he want to continue to play football. Gronk ain't coming to the Saints. No, no. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. <laughs> I'm, why, I'm gonna go why would he want to come to the Saints? I guess I guess the frustration, and and <laughs> you kind of tweeted it a little, not tweeted it, but you kind of expressed your frustration in, in, our, in our Saints Twitter Discord. It's just like, what are these dudes doing? Mm-hmm. Like, like, what are they doing? What are they doing, man? It's just, it's just, un, it's unbelievable to me because I was just sitting there thinking about it. Like, after what we watched last year, they just think it's all Gucci. Like, it's just Gucci. We good. Like, even defensively, mm. like it wouldn't be the route I would go. But what, like I talked about on the Discord, is like if they went out and just said, "Okay, you know what? This is a defensive head coach. We are gonna build." The best fucking defense in the NFL. We're gonna get Quine back. We're gonna re-sign Marcus P- Williams. PJ. Bring PJ get- back. We're gonna get a defensive tackle. I don't know if Sue or uh DJ Jones or whatever. Just you know, a big clock. We're gonna build like a, a eight-man defensive line rotation. That's just gonna, gonna go because if you it's not okay, it's not how a lot of teams have success in the NFL. But you can just look at the 49ers, right? Right. I mean, they, heavily Kyle Shanahan won games, especially late in the season. Jimmy G was terrible. But what? They had an, they had a, a ferocious D-line. And then defensively, they had a ferocious defensive line. Their secondary started playing – Kind of above their heads, and the winning game was great. Like that's, that's if 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 that's what they wanted to do. If they went and signed two running backs and a bunch of defense, look, not my, not the approach I would take. But I would at least say, hey, that you know they got a vision. They got a vision. They're attacking that vision, and that's what they're doing. And I, I respect it. But they're not even doing that. It's like, what did they do it? They they replace. Uh, you you there? I'm here. Sorry, I'm screaming. One who's who's listening. I'm, I'm having mic issues for whatever reason this evening. Okay. Uh, but like I was saying, okay, what do they do? They replace Marcus Williams with a lower graded Marcus Williams that's coming off an Achilles injury and looking at a DUI. They go get a. You know, a, uh, you know, basically a, you know, a defensive end, defensive tackle with, you know, some 
you know, some upside, you know, just kind of an upside type of contract. That's pretty much it. Like, <laughs> so you're not, so your defense, from all intents and purposes, is going to take a step back. Not to mention, like I, I talked about on a couple of podcasts a while ago, Dennis Allen's going to be the head coach now. He's not going to be able to sit there and tinker with the defense day in and day out like he used to. He's going to have to run the whole team. So, you know, I know they got good people in place like Ryan Nelson and uh, Christian Rashard, but we don't know if the defense is just going to just be a top three defense again. We don't know that, especially with the losses they have. So, you know, that, that could take a step back. So, you know, if the defense takes a step back, then you're really looking at, you know, a six-win season Bro, with the I, offense built. I keep tweeting it, and I keep – I keep putting in the Discord, bro. Like right now, this team feels like a six, seven win team. I mean, prove me wrong. Like, I mean, you can't prove, you know, you can't prove something in the future, but like, show me why I'm wrong. Like, tell me why. Not to mention, like, like speaking of not adding anything on offense, let's not forget that the running back's probably going to miss six to, you know, anywhere from four to six to eight games. Please. And we know how, I mean, when African American, we lost every game African American missed last year. I know, and people, bro, you know, you can blame Trevor Simeon, but if you watch those games, it wasn't 100% on Trevor Simeon. You know what I'm saying? It was the fact that we had to pull it all on Trevor Simeon back, you know, when the defense, you know, when the defense needed us to score points. And we couldn't, you know, because you had Trevor Simeon and you had, we didn't have a running back. You running around there with Tony Jones Jr. and all that. And they haven't addressed that. They haven't even tried to address the running back position. And they're, they're like, bro, they could have, they could have signed, they could have signed Mostert, who went to Miami. He, he's always hurt, but they could have signed Mostert. You know, you know who's out there right now? Melvin Gordon, sitting there chilling, just, just, just sitting there chilling. Would be a great, would be a great signing. Could have, uh, could have signed. Um, Rashad Perry or Rashad Penny, excuse me, you know, nothing, just crickets. This, so anyway, we, we we're not going to regurgitate all the things we talked about. But if you're a fan, Saints fan that's listening to this podcast right now, we know draft hasn't happened, and that's part of the reason why we're doing this podcast. We're going to be getting to some some mock draft simulators. But as of right now. Whatever expectations you had for the season, please lower them. <laughs> please. Please lower them. And I don't know, maybe this is the Saints' way of – because here's the thing. I don't know if these dudes think they're, like, still contenders and they're like, oh, you know, we just got to get our guys back, blah, blah. Or is this saying, you know what, maybe we, we just take a step back and reevaluate. Maybe we're not at the punch and weight. We used to be we used to be at have a soft reset type of type of move because if that's what it is then it's like okay like I get it right I get it but I get but I think as a fan to completely have one of the worst offenses last year and I I get quarterbacks were in and out and whatever but a lot of that too was on the weapons or lack thereof and. Off the season, off season that started, and there hasn't been a single offensive sign in breath, not a single one. Like I, again, it, I've said it before, it is negligent, it is malpractice. I love the fact that when I posted our our 
our podcast episode on fucking Saints Report. The people, a guy who was like a staff of the forum there or whatever was like, oh, malpractice. Like, obviously, you're just looking for for clicks and and clout. And <laughs> what? Who <laughs> <laughs> shit? Like, don't worry, I love our listeners, but we don't care who the fuck listens to this podcast. Like, like we, this is not why we do this. Hey, we will do it to. Please, listeners, that's not the reason we do this. No. <laughs> it was like, like oh, I'm not going to even entertain this. You're just looking like, I was just like, okay, bro. Like, okay, whatever. Um, we, are here, we are here for the listeners that agree with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, go fucking go kick rocks. Um, all right. Let's, the, I just want to say one the thing, thing. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Speaking of the offseason, this nightmare offseason that Saints have had, um, the, the Deshaun Watson press conference on Friday. I, didn't, I refuse to watch it, bro. I refuse please don't. But I didn't watch it. I I saw maybe two like videos from it, but the rest I just saw like the quotes. Any Saints fan that was on board with bringing him in, like I really hope you either saw that press conference or you – you read some things from that press conference. Go, go and go and watch that. Go and watch that. Please, please, because it was embarrassing. It was disgusting. The fact that like one of like the Haslam, I think Jimmy Haslam said he talked to one of his adult daughters and consulted with. Like it was just gross. He said he he said he he gave the decision to his daughters. Gross, bruh. What? Like that is the most scummy. Like if you like one of them people that just like hate white. Billionaire CEOs, like that's some of the most scummiest shit I ever heard, bro. Like that, that should be like fire in your wind if you ever read that shit. Like, I'm not even one of the, I'm not even one of the people. I'd be like, go Bezos, like that's me. <laughs> but that shit, that's the scummiest shit I ever heard in my life, dog. Like that shit was terrible, nasty. But I, I, uh, I kind of away from the Deshaun. I'll just back to the FA right quick. I mean, anybody that followed the Saints knows they approach with must needs and wants they approach the offseason like that and usually free agency will tell you what their musts are so judging from this free agency must was one quarterback and two a free safety that's it <laughs> that was their must wide receiver is not on their must might not even be on their need list might be just a want. And once they usually attack that in the draft. So if you're thinking, oh, they're just going to go hard in the draft, no. No. It just means when the, if the right player shows up at the spot, they might go get them in the second and third round. I'm, I, I, as, as we move forward and forward, I really don't think they're going to take a wide receiver in the first round, bro. I don't know, bro. I really don't. I don't. Nope. I, the only, I could see it being if it's like Chris Olave, I could see it because of like the say, Ohio. If it's a, like a really good player like that, like the like Ohio State, that type of thing, like I could see it. It makes a lot of sense. But other than that, man, like I'm just I'm just gonna like I watched I watched like a Jamison Williams. Um, like all his best plays last season, like a YouTube video. I didn't. I didn't even. 
I didn't even seek it out, right? It's just one of those things, you know, you go on YouTube and like the algorithm and all that. And like it was on my algorithm and it started playing automatically. Um, and I watched it and I was just like, why, why am I doing this to myself? Why? Why? Because he would not be selected. No chance. There's no chance. It's too smart. Um, like that's well, that would be the smart thing to do, but no, yeah. But speaking of draft season, we we do this. Well, I say this like we've been doing this for a long time. We we did this last year, um, where we did the mock draft simulator. So we're gonna do two mock draft simulators. One from Pro Football Network. The other one from Pro, Pro Football Focus. Um, I did three rounds, but going kind of fast. So we just want to see that in these mocks who are going to be there. And then Ryan and I will have a discussion um, about who we should draft and we'll make a consensus decision and go with that. All right. So let's go with, let's start with the pro football network mock draft first. Let me make sure we have the Saints selected. This is great podcasting because people can't see. So I'm going to go through like the picks as they happen. And so if there's anything super surprising. Okay. Number one, Jack goes Aiden Hutchinson. Um, Edge. However, there's a lot of talk that the Jags might go Trayvon Walker from Georgia. So I see nothing. See nothing. Just, just saying. Um, number two, the Lions go uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Number three, Texans go Evan Neal. Number four, the Jets go with Trayvon Walker, edge out of Georgia. Number five, Garrett Wilson goes to the Giants, which makes no sense, but okay. So this is so right now the, the Panthers are coming up at pick number six. They could take one of the quarterbacks that could mess up things for the Saints. Let's see what happens. Number six, nope, they go Equan. Uh, I, I can't. The offensive tackle from North Carolina State. Number seven, the Giants go Kyle Hamilton, safety, Nordane. Number eight, oh, oh, no. The Falcons go Jermaine Johnson, edge, Florida State. Oh, number nine, Malik Willis is still on the board. Uh, just went to the Seahawks, non to the Seahawks. Malik Willis is off the board. As of right now, we, we're, we're in the same draft room. Do you want to trade up? To try to get anyone at any point, or you just want to let the draft come to us. Let it roll. All right. Number 10, the Jets' second first round pick, they go Derek Stingley. The Washington Commanders go Sauce Gardner, cornerback, Cincinnati. 12, thank God. The Vikings go Jordan Davis. Don't even have to consider him. Bye. Get off my fucking list. <laughs> 13, the Texas go George uh, Carla, Carla Kitas, the edge from Purdue. 14, Ravens. The Ravens go Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa. 15, Eagles go Jamison Williams, wide receiver, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Pairing him with Devontae Smith. Can Jalen Hurts give him the get them the ball? Probably not, but you just you just build your team. <laughs> great pick, bro. It's a great pick. 
And then they have another one right after at 16. Oh, Eagles went Matt Coriel. Quarterback, mm. Mississippi. That's a little spicy. Here's where I trade up. Up oh, 17. So right now the Chargers just went uh, Zion Johnson guard Boston College. We're on the clock. The Bengals are offering us to trade all the way to 32. Going to decline that. Do you agree to decline that? Yeah. Sorry, 31. Jags want to trade. Nope, I'm declining that. Uh, The Lions are offering us the last pick of the first round, pick 32, and they would trade us the Rams' first round pick next year. That seems like a terrible trade. Because the Rams would likely be picking towards the bottom of the first round next year. No, no. If it was their first round pick next year. Yeah, then we can talk. (laughs) Then we, that's a different discussion. So we're rejecting this. We're on the clock. We have our pick of Kenny Pickett. There's Chris Olave on the board. There's Drake London. Pickett. Not even, not even discussion. Just get Kenny Pickett, man. I was ready to trade up for him. So. <laughs> he just fell right to the state's lap. Oh, why is it not going? Oh, it's a, uh, Kenny Pickett, boom, drafted. Um, Chris Olave went to the Packers. By the way, that'd be that'd be nasty. <laughs> that, I could see it happening easily. Drake London went to the Chiefs, pick 30. Traylon Burke still on the board. Oh, just oh, the Falcons traded up to pick 31 to draft Traylon Burke. Okay, so now we're in round two. Let's see. Nope. Uh, the Lions went Desmond Riddler, got their quarterback of the future. Mm. So we, so we have our court, the Saints as of right now, we have our quarterback of the future. We do not have a wide receiver. So now we're on the clock. Pick 49, the second round pick. The Cardinals are offering us to move down six slots and we would get their next year's third. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Okay, rejecting that. No, and I don't even want – the Titans are offering us to go from pick 49 to pick 90, and we get their second and their third next year. Hmm. That's, a long, that's a long way down, bro. Don't we, though? We got enough picks down there. We're good. All right. So, we got a quarterback of the future. There's some wide receivers on the board that we kind of like. I know we both like George Pickett's, one of um, – Greg Cosell's favorite wide receivers. Jahan Dotson's still on the board. Oh, God, we can go some. We can go some, some ways to pick. If it was me, if, if this is just me, I would. I would say I would be banging the pay table for for George Pickens right now. Me too. I love him. Love him more, more than Drake London. Oh yeah, I love George. I love George Pickens, man. Not a ton of tape on him, but I know why. Get send that shit in. That's easy. Boom. Boom. Draft it. All right. So as of right now, just doing this mock draft simulator, the Saints, Ryan and I as GMs, 
We drafted Kenny Pickett at 18 overall, pick 49. We drafted George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia. We then two picks because it completely changed the whole the whole offensive tenor of the team, bro. <laughs> Just two picks. It changed the future. Changed the future. <laughs> so like, we don't even care. Like I wouldn't even like I start Jameis this year and oh yeah, cook and see yes. where it goes. But you know, eventually you're gonna be you know, um, you know, six and eight or whatever, and <laughs> you know, out the playoffs or maybe you know in the wild card and you don't get in the wild card and you stick old Kenny in there, man, and see where it goes, bro. Okay, so we're on the clock, pick ninety eight. The Rams are offering us to move down six slots, and they're giving us. Another pick at one seventy five to move down six slots. I'm not moving down, man, because the Saints like, ain't gonna move down. <laughs> right, you <laughs> just like Mickey, bro. <laughs> ain't moving down, bro. All right, so we got a quarterback. We got a we got a wide receiver. So if you look at quote unquote the big board, the big board as of right now is Cameron Thomas is a edge rusher from San Diego State. He's still on the board. I don't. They could. In theory, they could double up on wide receiver. Romeo uh, Romeo Dubs, wide receiver Nevada's on the board. Our dude, our guy, Greg Dosage, is on hmm. the board right now. Um, but let's no, look at it. say no more, bro. Nope. <laughs> Send it in, bro. Greg, man. Our dude, Eric. Eric, who that homo going to love him? He's handsome, dude, bro. He's going to love him, bro. Um, okay, so we're also on the clock again at pick 101. And again, three picks. Three picks in this draft, right? 18, we went Kenny Pickett. We got the quarterback of the future, assuming he works out. Pick 49, we got George Pickens, who at least if healthy can be a low-end wide receiver too and take some pressure off, off of Michael Thomas. And then, and then at pick... At pick ninety eight, we got a a playmaking tight end that actually basically a wide receiver. Basically. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so this pick, I want to look at tackles. Let's see, like what tackles are on the board. I don't know any of these guys. We'll be honest, but I'm just going by like where they are. Like the hundred and tenth tackle is available or the 110 player in the draft is available and he's a tackle and we're picking at 101. So that's like kind of a slight reach. But you know who's on the board right now? Oh, yeah. James Cook. Kimmy. Boom. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done, bro. Offense set, bro. Offense is set. Will this it work draft, out? Don't know. But your mm-hmm. offense is set. We netted Kenny, Kenny Pickett, quarterback of the future. George Pickens, wide receiver, Georgia. Greg Dulcich, tight end, playmaking tight end, running back. James Cook, pair him with AK. He can spill. He can spill for AK when he, you know, during the suspension. Simple. Now, not really simple, but like it can be simple. <laughs> like <laughs> completely changes just the fucking tenor of the team. But we know, we know it won't go like that. We know. We know. We do, what, bro. When I when I saw um, Jordan Davis got off the board, bro, I was I was I was hyped. I was like, 
Yes. <laughs> Get him off the board. So that was the, <laughs> that was the Pro Football Network mock, mock draft simulator. We're going to do one more um, as we finish up. This is going to be the Pro Football Focus mock, mock simulator. These actually give you grades because they kind of they grade each pick compared to like where you drafted a player and where they are on their quote-unquote board. Um, so we'll start this one. All right, on the clock. Tags on the clock. Oh, got to start the draft. Whoops. Okay, starting the draft. Jags on the clock. Aiden Hutchinson. Lions. Kayvon Thibodeau. Texans. Cal Hamilton. Jets. Evan Neal. Tackle. Giants. Uh, Equan Equino. Tackle. The Panthers go. Panthers went. Oops, let me score up. Panthers went. Derek Stanley Jr., bro. They go cornerback. <laughs> Two back to back drafts, bro. <laughs> The Giants just went uh, Sauce Gardner, quarterback, uh, Cincinnati. Who didn't need that? Would so right now the Falcons on the clock and Seattle's on the clock, right? So on, the, on our last mock we just did, we just waited, bro. We just let the draft come to us. We got Kenny Pickett at eighteen. Malik Willis is on the board. Let's let's resume. Let's see if the Falcons take him at eight. Pick eight. Nope, Charles Cross, they went tackle. Falcons went tackle at pick eight. Seahawks, nine is Malik. Oh, they went Trayvon, Trayvon Walker and Georgia. Oh. 18. So we got the Commanders at 11, and we got the Vikings at 12. We're sitting at 18. Should we try to move from 18 to 10 and trade with the Jets and if we can just give up next year's first, should we try to move up and get Malik? Go for it. Okay, let's see. We're going to offer 10. They get 18, and they get our first rounder next year. Let's see. Offer trade. Oh, we're on the clock. Oh. Boom. Let's go get him. Go get Malik, baby. Boom. Done. Woo. Good, <laughs> good. You still got more picks. It, it, so here, here's what makes that deal worth it to me. If you can just give up next year's first to go from eighteen to ten and get Malik, bro, that's that's a home run, man. Like you, you good. Because if you want a first, you can get a first. You can get a first. Yes, you can trade up next year with you know with a future pick. You can trade a player. You can trade, you know, I don't know, Marcus Davenport. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who else. But you can get a first if you really, really need one next year. But you get your quarterback. It's good. You all right? No, no, nothing else matters if you get a quarterback, bro. Not a single thing matters. So now we just we just waiting. Let's see any noble picks? Traylon Burks went to the Bills. Interesting. Jamison Williams again goes to the Eagles in this draft. And a pick I don't think they would make because it doesn't make a lot of sense. The Chargers drafted Drake London. Hmm. Where did King uh, that... go? Oh, he didn't go in the first round. Oh, much of no, he did not go in the first round. Can you pick it? Flip. Kenny Pickett got drafted by the Texans at 37 in the second round in okay. this draft. So we coming up. 
We got eight picks ahead of us. Desmond Riddler went to the Seahawks in the second round. I don't know any of these players. Nope. Okay, I know who Christian Harris is. Linebacker. Okay, one more team picking above us. All right, so we got a quarterback of the future. Right now, just per what the best player available is Jalen uh, Petrie. He's a quarterback from Baylor. But I'm kind of want to see who's left, who's left on the right receiver board. So, so this is this is interesting to me. Pick 49, just like it was in the last draft. We had George Pickens just sitting there. But also Christian, Wat- uh, Christian Watson's available, too. Uh, I think for Malik, because remember, we just drafted Malik Willis at 10. With Malik's skill set, I think him having a player like Christian Watson helps him a lot. A big physical receiver that can win jump balls, has a big catch radius. Um, Malik's accuracy is good, but sometimes he can be a little it goes a little off sometimes. Yeah, so I does. think maybe drafting Christian Watson instead of George Pickens, and we both lo- love George Pickens, but Christian Watson, I think that would be a good pick to pair with Malik. I agree. I agree. Send it in. Christian Watson. I really hope that if anyone listens to this podcast on airline, if just one, just one of these things happen, just one, bro, just one. Also, of course, in this mock, the fucking Steelers draft drafts George Pickens. <laughs> of course they do. Because they, they that's that's what they do, bro. They just draft great wide receivers all the fucking time. All the time. It's it's annoying. So annoying. Oh, Trey McBride, my favorite tight end, just got drafted by the Bucks. Oh, our, our homeboys, our, the Dolphins fan we met in the senior bowl, he just got that, that tackle he really liked. He just got drafted. The big tackle from Minnesota. Oh, okay. A lot of teams picking ahead of us. Oh, oh, never mind. I read that wrong. Then I want to I want to ask you to after this is this is done I'm going to ask you to compare which which mock draft you prefer with the one we just did or the one we're doing right now. Are there any players in this upcoming draft that you just want to avoid, like the plan? You know, I haven't really run into a lot of those this this draft. Um, A lot of the defensive ends scare me. I don't think we'll go that way, but I mean, when from the Saints are showing, they love them some DEs. <laughs> love them, love them, bro. Um, oh, your 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 homie David Bell just got drafted by the Bills. That's one I don't like. <laughs> I just got a bad feeling about that dude. I watched him. I was just like, 
And it was the fact that I could see Sean Payton or Drew Brees loving him <laughs> really made me like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> like, I just get a Ty Montgomery feel from him. Not the same mm. player, obviously. Mm. But just that, that type of player. Like, he's going to be, he's probably going to play 10 years and just never do nothing significant, bro. Just, just like, like 10 years and, you know, 8,000 yards or something, but, you know, play for like nine teams. You know, just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All so right, so we're, we're on the clock. Um, so we drafted our quarterback of the future. We drafted a, a Robert receiver to be paired with him. Going by pro football focuses, like big board, their best player still up on the board is Khalil Shakir. He's a wide receiver from Boise State. They're the highly rated tackle that I have not seen a single snap of his. His name is Zach Tom um, from Wake Forest. It says Tom, this is their profile of him. Tom is arguably the most athletic interior offensive line prospect in this class. He is so sudden his ability to mirror helping him earn a, a 92.1 passing grade, pass, or pass blocking grade last season. That's from Pro Football Focus. Thanks um, right there, boy. <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, let me pull up. I'm not on the clock. I want to pull up just like running backs and tight ends to see. Oh, there it is. So tight ends, we got Isaiah Likely still on the board. Um, Jeremy Rucker, he's a tight end from Ohio State, as well as my a guy I really like, but he's having like a terrible fucking draft process. <laughs> Jalen Watermeyer, thanks to him, having a horrible draft process. Um, so in this situation, also James Cook, Brian Robinson, running back, still on the board. In this situation, there is a need to tackle, right? We we didn't go tackle in the last draft. Um, what would you think would be that should be the pick at night? I, I go with that athletic tackle, man. Zach Tom, send it. So they were going to be in, on the clock in one more pick. So we're on the clock again. We got an option to go tight end. We have an option to go running back. James we also Cook probably might there. go get him. James go get Cook. James Cook. All go right, get him. Done. So let so this again PFF will will grade us. So let's see what they they grade us in this in this draft. All right. So our trade of trading from ten or from eighteen to ten and only giving up next year's first that grade was an A. Us drafting Malik Willis, they gave us a B. Us drafting Christian Watson, they gave us a C plus. Us drafting Zach Tom, a C minus. Us drafting James Cook, a B minus. Our overall draft grade, which means nothing, was an A minus. Okay. So let's 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 stack these up against each other. Our first mock draft we did Pro Football Network Simulator. We we ended up without trading at all. We ended up with Kenny Pickett at eighteen. George Pickens at 49, Greg Dulcich, guest of our, our podcast at 98, tight end, James Cook at 101, running back Georgia. Versus 
PFF's mock draft, we did. We traded from 18 to 10, went up and got Malik, gave up next year's first-round pick. Round two, we went Christian Watson. Round three, we went Zach Tom, tackle Wake Forest. So hopefully he can play one of the tackle positions and that be set. And then again, we ended with James Cook and and our third, our, our third, our second third round pick of the draft. Which draft do you prefer? It might surprise you, but I would be excited about the first one. I agree. I agree. Just because. This is coming from someone who loves Malik. I love Malik. Yeah, I, I love Malik, but there is a risk. There's a risk there. It's a big risk. Um, because we've seen these guys come out that never, you know, they don't know, they don't know anything about taking a snap on the center. Um, he he needs a lot of work. He is talented. Talented, and I think he has the right head on the shoulder to overcome all the things that he's going to confront. But I think it's going to take just a little time. But he's going to ball out, man. Like He's going to ball out. But something about Kenny Pickett, bro, I just feel like he got that franchise quarterback just, you know, he's just going to do it right, man. And, and I don't think he, you know, he probably will never be like a top three uh, quarterback or anything like that. But I think he's just one of those guys that's always going to hover around top 12 to top, you know, top eight. You know what I'm saying? Like, just really good, but not great. And I think, you know, for the Saints, I think that would be a good deal, whereas Malik, and I think with the additions, not just not just Kenny Pickett, but I think, you know, with, you know, Pickens and uh, Greg Dolchich. And, Man, you, and, you give, you give Pickett, you, bro, you give Pickett, Pickens, Dolchich, with I think Mike you got, Thomas, you got something. You got and something. AK, bro? You got some for the next couple of years. That's you do, man. You do. I agree. You know, where whereas, you know, with the other one, I think it'll work out too. But, you know, I think it'll just be a little, little more tough sledding a little bit um, for Malik. But, uh, you know, just the way it worked out. But, you know, I, I still prefer Malik as far as, like, my number one quarterback. But I think, you know, Pickens, man, like, I think, I think he, he – Like what Mac Jones did for, like, the Patriots last year. He, he is so – and it's funny because, like, he's a better prospect than Mac Jones. I know the hand thing is – Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Like, he is a huge – I watched – me and you watched a lot of Mac Jones, a lot of Mac Jones last season. And I watched a lot, a lot of Kenny Pickett this season. And he's a better prospect than Mac Jones. And Mac Jones – I think you said it perfectly when we were texting, like, a week or so ago. You said that, you know, quarterbacks like Kenny Pickett and Mac Jones, like typically they get drafted where they should be drafted, right? Like, yeah, I do think Kenny is going to just slide a bit. I don't know what that slide is going to look like. That could be late first or not late, sorry, not first. It could be like towards like the end of top 10. But at some point I get a feeling that he, a team is going to trade up for him. I don't know if it's the Saints. It, it may be like that whole Steelers connection, like Pittsburgh, and he played at Pittsburgh. Something's just going to happen, but he's a good quarterback prospect. And I think we talked about this last year with Mac Jones. The pendulum has just swung so much from like the the pocket passers are just so yeah. 
Exactly. Just ancient, bro. Like, adequate. Like, ugh. And it's like, like there's still some value to being like like a pocket passer in the NFL. Like, it can work. You can can win from the pocket if you are good, right? Like, um, like I think Aaron Rodgers is a perfect example. Like he he does not like to scramble. He does not like to scramble. He do, he does most of his damage from the pocket. And I'm not comparing Kenny Pickett to Aaron or Aaron Rodgers anything like that. I'm just saying like that pendulum has just swung. Like it's like oh my quarterback got to make plays off script. Like do people forget about that Kenny Pickett scramble for a touchdown with the fake slide? Like he's right. he's athletic. Um, so. But I agree with you. I if you could if you could get this first draft, and if going back to and I don't I don't in the pro football focus draft, Kenny Pickett drops to the second round. There's no way Kenny Pickett drops to the second round. There's no way, none, none. I think some of that is because PFF's big board is not high on him because that's typically how like the AI. Um, Works in situations like this. Yeah, There's no way they just they just heavily weight college production, and yes. you know depending on the position that could work against or for some players. And but for quarterback, they can kind of work against you because um, you just have more negative plays the more you play. You know what I'm saying? So Kenny Pickett played a lot, so he's gonna have more negatives, and you know it'll drop him a little bit. But overall, when you just look if you transition him to the to the NFL, man, it just I don't know, man. It just it seems seamless to me. Like I, I could just look at him and tell like he's gonna be a fine NFL quarterback. You know how high his ceiling is. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure it'd be top five or anything, but it could be. You know, I don't know. It, yeah. It. Uh, we t- we talked about it a little bit in our Discord. Like the hand thing is like the the fumbles is a concern, right? Like he yes. he has fumbled a lot in college. Um, and I'm sure he, you know, he's tired of asking questions, getting questions asked about that. Interesting to say that. Interesting, he did like a interview with some someone for an article. And he mentioned that the Saints was like the his toughest interview. And I'm like, I thought that was very fascinating. I, was like, I don't know what to say about it. If Jeff Ireland out there asking questions again, bro, like Jeff Ireland, like man, you got small hands, bro. Like, how big is it? How big is it, bro? <laughs> Just completely inappropriate, bro. What is, what is do, women, do women talk about your small hands? <laughs> Why do you sound like Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> that's just the, the voice I picture. Like, oh. Um. Anyway, we got a month away. We got a month away. A month away from the draft, we'll be in Vegas when the draft is happening. We're we're very much looking forward to it. We might try to get. I, I don't know if it's hundred percent confirmed yet, and I hope I'm not like like spilling news, but like maybe the around the NFL guys are going to be there. Might have a little uh, a little, little intersection. I'm just saying, just say I don't know, man. Just say it. Mark Mark already trying to see if he trying to extend his 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 trip an extra day so he could come to us for dinner on Friday night. I'm just saying, bro. Um. Anyway, <laughs> as as people as fans who do this podcast, we we hear we hear you, bro. Because the 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 non kind of sending the hands that the Saints are doing is very frustrating. 
uh, as soon as we have some news to talk about, if it's Cole Beasley, Eric Ebron, can we just get can we get somebody? Like on offense, bro. Just one person. Oh, bro, we we dive there. He brought it at this point. That's poverty, bro. Damn, bro. Like a niggas asking, like, can we get Eric Ebron in the building? Like that is sick. Please. Sick. <laughs> anyway, uh, we try to keep this one short. Uh, if you had a long weekend or if you're off tomorrow, I don't know. Oh, that's right. I'm in California. Like no one ever, no one besides California celebrates Caesar tribe this day. So my bad. Um, anyway, <laughs> no one is off tomorrow except for me, but we appreciate, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all sticking, sticking with us. We really appreciate it tremendously. Um, as the draft gets closer, we'll try to start wrapping, uh, ramping up content. I did reach out to, Tony Pauline, we're trying to potentially set up a time where he could come on um, and talk about the draft, talk about if he's hearing anything, Saints news related or anything like that. But Tony's on that circuit, bro. Pro, pro days. He's working. But thank, thank everyone for listening to us. We really do appreciate you guys. Um, and we'll be back when we, have, when we have something to talk about. With that, we're out. Peace. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.